Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Bill O'Reilly here. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Coming up next, the news with Mike Slater. Thank you, Bill. It is Tuesday, December 5th, 2023. Here's what's happening today in America. Hamas commander dead. Man charges spy. Record contract. And Oxford now has their word of the year. That's all coming up. Then Bill's going to be here with your message of the day. But first, the temporary ceasefire is over. Israel says they've hit 200 targets in Gaza. They're now expanding their ground operations as well. Israel says they killed the commander of a battalion that led the October 7th terrorist attack in an airstrike. Hamas also officially denies raping any women. They say we strongly reject the coordination of some Western media outlets and their Zionist misleading campaigns that promote unfounded lies and allegations at demonizing the Palestinian resistance. A retired U.S. diplomat, Manuel Rocha, a former ambassador to Bolivia, has been charged as a spy. Federal prosecutors say he served as a special agent for Cuba since 1981. Prosecutors say that Mr. Rocha is now 73, met with Cuba's spy agency as recently as 2017. Mayor Garland, our attorney general, said this action exposes one of the highest reaching and longest lasting infiltrations of the U.S. government by a foreign agent, at least we know of. He was caught when he started talking with an undercover FBI agent who he thought was a member of Cuba's spy agency. The Milwaukee Brewers announced a new contract for Jackson Churio from Venezuela, an eight-year deal, $82 million. He's never played a Major League Baseball game. He's only played six games in AAA. He's 19, $82 million. The previous record for a player who's never played in a Major League Baseball game was $50 million back in 2020 for Luis Robert. We reported last week that Webster's Dictionary had their word of the year, authentic. Well, Oxford Dictionary now has their word of the year. And it was actually Webster's runner-up word of the year. And that word is riz. The word of the year is a slang word. It's short for charisma. To describe someone's ability to attract or seduce another person. Why would you make that the word of the year? But the other top candidates in our idiocracy were Swifty and Situationship, an informal, romantic, or sexual relationship. By the way, BillOReilly.com still has a word of the day at the top. I'm certain Bill would never choose Swifty or Riz as the word of the day. 
Speaking of, the great Bill O'Reilly will be here with his coruscating brilliance and his message of the day next. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. On this Tuesday, as a born and bred New Yorker, I have gone through bad and good times in the nation's largest city. With more than 8 million residents, some believe Gotham is ungovernable, but they are wrong. However, right now, the city's on the verge of anarchy after 10 years of far-left governance. Hundreds of thousands of high earners have already packed up, mostly replaced by poor people who do not pay much in taxes. On Saturday, I drove into the city from my home 22 miles from Manhattan. It took me almost two hours. Many city streets and avenues were blocked. There was absolutely no traffic control. Intersections blocked by drivers breaking the law as hundreds of cyclists wove in and out of traffic, creating extremely dangerous situations. If a car hits a cyclist or jaywalker, you are sued and you will lose. I've been to extremely chaotic cities like Saigon and Cairo. New York is now worse. The civil and criminal systems have completely collapsed. No one is in charge. Quality of life has plummeted as miscreants run wild. At this point, it would almost take martial law to regain control of Gotham. They say, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere, and that's still true. But one look at New York City madness begs the question, why would anyone want to make it here? I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. You can reach me, Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. Now let's go to the mail. So John says progressive programs are not designated to help most people. They're designated to divide and control, tax and drive the people to dependence. Absolutely right. Progressives want people dependent on the federal and state governments. That's what they want. Robert Pohn, Santa Ana, California. Why would Fox News and Governor DeSantis elevate Governor Newsom to the level as a candidate for the White House? I don't think they did that. I think they wanted a culture debate contrasting two very powerful states. I had no problem with that. Patrick Donahue, Dubai. I'm currently working here and watching the No Spin News and CNN and the BBC. All right, good. You're getting a good balance there. Although CNN and BBC, pretty similar. Uh, you would think listening to uh, BBC, CNN, that Hamas are the good guys and the Israelis the bad guys. Might be generalizing a little there, but both news agencies cater to liberal people, as Fox caters to conservatives. Bob Yankalunas, Youngstown, New York. Is there any interior resistance from the people against Hamas? No, because you can't resist Hamas. They shoot you down the street. They'll kill your family. You can't resist. They're terrorists. John McGugan, 
Kansas City, Missouri. I'm appalled that on the day after passing of Henry Kissinger, CBS News ran a hit piece on him. Tells you a lot. Charles Fish, Colonial Heights, Virginia. Now that Congressman Santos has been expelled, what's the procedure to replace him? Special election. It's my district. Okay. And uh, that'll happen next couple of months, I think. So there's no appointment. The seat remains vacant until there's a special election. Now, the seat comes up again in November, so there'll be two elections. But that's what will happen. In a moment, something you might not know. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 122 years ago today, one of the most influential people in history was born in Chicago. The entertainment empire he created still dominates pop culture all over the world. Here is a story of Walt Disney. Born December 5th, 1901, Young Walter was raised on a Missouri farm. During summer break, Disney spent his time sketching the barnyard animals. He drew cows, chickens, sheep, and his favorite, mice. During World War I, the teenager tried to enlist in the Army, rejected because he was too young. He joined the Red Cross, serving briefly as an ambulance driver in France. Back home, Walt Disney began his career as a cartoonist for a Kansas City advertising agency. In August 1923, he left Missouri for Hollywood with nothing but a few pencils and 40 bucks. Five years later, Walt and his brother Roy unveiled the world's first animated picture to featured sound. The cartoon was called Steamboat Willie, starring a new character, Mickey Mouse. In 1937, the Walt Disney Company released the films Snow White, Pinocchio, Dumbo, and Bambi. By the end of World War II, the Disney empire had grown into the most successful movie company in the world. Disneyland opened in 1955. A decade later, Walt selected a 50-square-mile property in Florida for his most ambitious project, Disney World. But he never saw the Magic Kingdom in Florida. Disney started smoking cigarettes as a young teen. In November 1966, he was diagnosed with lung cancer. He died four weeks later at the age of 65. Today, the Disney Corporation has fallen on hard times. But despite a series of box office flops, it remains the biggest entertainment company on Earth. The empire worth $250 billion dollars. That's more than the GDP of New Zealand. So, happy birthday, Walt Disney. Back after this. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.